And we are back for another The Mad Awesome Show today. I'm joined by Tilo Mad. Tilo, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Excited to talk today. Getting even more excited about Andor. And it's just feeding off into the game, too. So should be a good one. Yeah, it's a lot of good hype surround around the show. I mean, they I think they were last their they released the last teaser trailer not too long ago. And a lot a lot of people are really hyped for it. I'm I'm really, I'm excited to see what it is. I think I've mentioned this before that I'm not I'm not like an Andor fan per se, but I'll I'll take more good Star Wars as I can get. Yeah, no, I'm hundred percent with you. Uh anything Star Wars I'm gonna love, but if it's good, it's gonna be even better. So I'm ready for it. Right, that's good, but okay. So we do have, we'll we'll get to some comments about Andor here in a minute. Well, and by a minute I mean an hour. But we have a lot of Galaxy Hero stuff to go through, as per usual. First off, Tilo, mods, huge, huge mod update. I I would venture, probably to say this is the largest mod update we've seen since they fixed the really broken rollout. Would you agree with that, or do you think there's been a bigger one? um no this one's so awesome like this update is so cool and um yeah this is probably the biggest update we've had in mods in forever i'm living it because they've hit it from multiple angles it's not just quality of life but there's legitimate advancement not only in what we can use but also in how we farm them no 100 percent like Having a node where you can get two materials on the same node instead of individual nodes, like just having that's ridiculous. Plus having the bonus drop of the new material to further upgrade your mods, it, it's just awesome. And then the introduction of materials that were being gatekeeped and hit, like basically blocked from us from really farming them, now we're able to farm. This is awesome, man. Okay, so you just like did a really well, and this was totally coordinated and planned. You did a really well like overview of everything that was changed. Let's go through now, and I want to get your individual thoughts on all of it. So let's start with the uh, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce this, and I I even even read it, so maybe I should have the game pulled up. But are, what are they called? Attenuators? How how bad? How off am I? Am you know what? I don't even know the the names. I just know they're the little poles. They look like um, the <laughs> on Luke's farm on Tatooine, like they're collecting water. Moisture farmers. Uh, let's see if someone in the chat gets us with uh, the which we'll call it the action name. But I'm going to call them attenua- attenuators for now. Wolf says I've got it, so I'll, I'll that's good enough for me. Um, so what, what do you think about them? And we'll I guess we'll split this into two parts. Number one, calibration. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's crappy? Uh, do you think it is the best thing that has ever happened? Um, for, for me, at first I was a little salty because I'm always a little bit salty about anything new. But just thinking about it, it makes sense for CG. This is a way that they can help new whales get better mods so that they can be competitive with some of the older players, especially like the free-to-play older players. So I, I definitely see it on their end. But as a player that doesn't really spend like that either, it's good for us to kind of like yeah. use that and try to get ourselves in a better position with our mods. Because once you take it to that certain level, you were done. There ain't nothing you could do. You could have a 317 like I'm looking at that I have right now. And now I'm like, mm, maybe I start slicing this. This could be really nasty. So I, I really like it. And I, I think it's a good aspect for pretty much everybody in the game. It doesn't really close off for any community. No, and it doesn't. So yeah, agree with you all the way down the line. And the one thing that I was afraid of, and I think a lot of other people were afraid of, was that this was just going to be a way 
that heavy spenders were just going to be able to craft the perfect mod. And that's not true. There is still, just as the same as mods have always been, there's still a key element of RNG. Uh, there, you can reroll your own stat, which I would rather not have it. I, I think it makes it actually more complicated. And I do realize that, like, sure, you can, you can, can be in the big fat keyword there. You can reroll a three speed into a six speed, but my gosh darn it, calibration's limited. Do you really want to be be trying that? Because you don't get to pick which one that goes as. So yeah, I yeah. um I I don't think I would do that. But yeah, overall I love calibration. Mods need to advance just like everything in the game, just like relics, just like ability mats, etc. They need to have continuation. I did not want to see seven dot mods because that completely yeah. screws with uh fleet. At least it has in all of history. So yeah, definitely, definitely happy they're advancing them. I'm happy that it's not a. It's pretty. It's pretty level. Who the advantage is for? It's not just for spenders. It's not just for free to play. Okay, there you go. Oh, you can hear me now. Okay. Um. Yeah. So there are. I think there's a lot of good things about it. I really think they hit the nail on the head. They didn't even add in an extra economy. Like they didn't add like one node that you have to farm. You just you just get it passively. So yeah, it's. They, I feel like they've always done mods well, you know. You know, take take out the original rollout, but every single time they've advanced them, they've done really well. No, a hundred percent. Like I really, this is probably one of the best rollouts they ever had in anything new that they've introduced. Um, no one's complained about it. It's pretty much been positive across the board too. They they they've introduced it to a, a place that we're like Wolf saying in chat, we don't lose anything. All we're doing is gaining. So. Any any point that we just gain positive things in game, it's a good change for us. So I, I really like it. And I'm speaking from a person that has zero RNG when it comes to these. Like I have not hit speed once. I haven't hit I speed either, man. Not not once with the insinuators. No, hundred percent. Me too. And I've been like, I've been doing refreshes into these nodes. Like I'm like, I am not falling behind. But I, I could definitely see the impact and overall in time it's going to level out and it's going to be something good for me. Yeah. And like I said, as long as there's not some guy out there who can drop a thousand dollars and get a 30 speed secondary with an 8% offense on it. Like that's, that's all I'm really concerned about. Cause mostly at the end of the day, mods are, are PVP. Like, yes, they, they will affect PVE, especially with the new territory battle, but that's something that I can eventually apply relic 10 to my, well, no, I can't. I only have one relic nine. It's not a reality. Um, but yeah, it's, it's mostly, I'm just, I'm more focused on GAC. So that's really where, where things come in. So, all right. So tenuers we've touched on, we love them. What do you think about, I mean, I really don't see how you couldn't like this, but about the, the gatekeeped materials for 60 to 6A being available on the nodes. I was so happy when conquest ended. I think I had like 200 materials. So I had been, I had been farming those uh, basic first ones. I don't know the names of them. They're the little squares. So I, I've been farming those super hard. So when I got my conquest rewards too, on top of it, I was like, man, I'm rich in Smoker right now. I can upgrade all these mods, but I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm, I'm really liking that change. Um, especially for me, I'm one of those dudes that forget to do the GC sometimes. I'm like, oh, I got two days. Like, I'm just going to do it when I have time. And that's the worst feeling when one of those passes. And I'm like, I just missed out on, on, my, on my mod materials. I need those. So now being able to farm those, getting those still from GCs, like, we're going to be swimming in those. And our mods are really going to 
bump up. Yeah, and it kind of kills the bottlenecks. So the, the two main bottlenecks for those were always the first piece, like you had mentioned, and then I think I think it's the last piece as well. Like you you would get a bunch of their stuff from GCs, and they would just pile up so you would have a hundreds. And now I can actually go in and I can even the playing fields. I, I can make everything even. Like I I was able, finally, this felt so good. Even though they didn't hit speed, and you know, that's what's important. But just to be able to go through, I had I think I had four four purple six um six dot mods they were just sitting there because that last piece you have to you have to get like max crate on two or three gcs to be able to get it i just knocked them all out i'm like okay none of those are sitting anymore i don't have to worry about it it's, it's been really nice <laughs> no nah, man it's, it's a good feeling i i I just like being able to farm them that's that's going to be so big for us and like especially people that are really invested in mods so i, I i'm like that too like i'm I know my mods, I know which ones I want to upgrade, but it's like, it takes so long sometimes to get those materials and you forget about them. And then I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I needed this mod like a week ago. And and now we can go in there, use our fifties, use it, go even go to the hundreds if you wanted to, if you really wanted that mod upgraded before say a GAC lock or something. Yep. And I think the only other thing to mention about them, and this is, gosh, so some, some other people have talked about this more than I have. But sometimes I feel like CG doesn't really know how to take free wins. The the changes they made on the nodes. Oh my gosh. Assuming the drop rates so far for me feel the same. But they putting both the 6E, the 6E materials on one node. That's like doubling, assuming you're always farming those. That's doubling our mod energy. That is huge. That is... One has to be one of the most significant economy changes we've ever seen for mods. Uh, so, yeah, uh, huge change. I, I wish they would have like made a bigger deal about it, but I, I guess I won't complain. Yeah, and honestly, it makes the fifty refreshes on mods probably one of the best values in the whole game now. Especially if they're double noted like they have right now. Like that's probably one of the easiest best values in the game. And not to be a little negative here, but I'm guessing why we're getting so much good stuff with mods right now is because similar, what 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 game mode dropped right after we got relics? <laughs> was it the TB? It was LSTB. And oh, what what was LSTB gauged for? What what was it? What was it future proof for? Uh, <laughs> you need relics. Oh my gosh, we're all going to need six E. Oh yeah, uh, and not can't. like Relic Three isn't enough for LSTB. Like R five, R seven minimum. Oh man, Calvin, you hit me with the big old buzz kill now. Now I'm scared. No, and, and like I think we should still be happy and whatnot, but do not be surprised when the next TB is balanced for you to have plus twenty fives on all your teams. <laughs> it, it Wolf brings up a point. I've been seeing this a lot in the community too. And they're saying because mods does, don't matter in the land of Datacrons. I, I really, I really disagree with that. Okay. I, I think yeah. mods are super important because if you have a plus twenty five, I have a plus twenty five. If I'm going faster, I'm still going to go faster than you. So mod, mods is still at a premium. It's just yeah, it, it's just Datacrons are Datacrons, but mods are the facilitator of Datacrons now. Yeah, I, I would still say they retain the. It, it depends. It depends on the situation, but I would say they retain the same amount because a lot of the datacrons only work because you oh, have no, good no. mods. 
<laughs> Wolf said as much. That's on me. <laughs> I, I, I would still kind of disagree with it, though. <laughs> like, your Datacron is only going to work if your mods are also... I, I would say they retain the same amount of value. Like, the whole broken Tarkin thing that's going on right now. If your Tarkin speed sucks, and he, and he never gets a turn, then your Datacron means nothing. And, and vice versa as well. Uh, if you're... If your mods are really good, let's say you have a thousand offense on Fennec. That's a really low number. Let's say you have a ton of offense on Fennec, but you don't have the Bam Datacron. Doesn't matter. You're not beating LV. So I, I would I would say they retain the same amount um, because they, they they don't just facilitate some Datacrons. They make them happen. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's like peanut butter and jelly. You need the mods. You need the Datacrons to work together to kind of make the make those things possible. And at the end of the day, for this PvP stuff, doesn't really matter. Because if I get it, so does my opponent. The winner is CG. Like, they're... they're the, it's yeah. the same thing about, like, making broken Datacrons. They're not really breaking the game. Because I have an equal opportunity, you know, if I spend or farm or whatever correctly, to have what my opponent has, too. But, anyways. It, but, but I do say it's kind of good for, like, early whales now. So now when those early whales spend... They're, they're not going to be stuck at a point where their mods aren't where they should be. Um, Datacrons kind of even the play, playing field too if they invest into Datacrons. So it, it's giving people that are trying to whale that were late to the game chances to compete. So it, it's good on that front too because we need those new whales to really facilitate the game going in the future as well. Yep, I, and I, I think a lot of this is future-proofed. I think you're very right. But So, Taylor, I think I did things out of order in our agenda today. <laughs> but um, we're just going to go with it, man. We're, we're going to keep the viewers on their toes, or the, the listeners on their toes, and we're, we're just going to jump in. So, we are up to now leg day. And Ooh. I lost my sounder. There it is. I, I, Let us talk I can leg day. pretend I'm the Important it is. How do you think? I jumped so high. That was a hard man. Pretty good. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, we're in leg day, Taylor. So what did you do this last week? How have you advanced your roster? How are you going to take on the world in GAC? Uh, one thing I did was I got L3 to Relic 5. So that's purely for Dash. So that's going to be nice. He gets a tank now in 3v3. So him, Bandor, and, and L3 can be a little powerhouse team. Um, I've been working on the profundity still. Uh, my Admiral Radis is at 21 out of 100, so we're getting close. Uh, Shorty is still behind. She's 66 out of 85, so that's my little side project. And uh, Mike Patfinder, even though he isn't a requirement, he is sitting at G11, so I can't wait for him to be out there. That's going to help me a ship. And I have a couple ideas of what I want to use them for um, GAC as well. But the most work I did this offseason is going to kill you from Datacrons. So I did get three Datacrons at level nine. I got my Vader one, so OG Vader. Uh, this one, I got the cooldown on it. And then I also have the percent health damage. Enemies receive an increased uh, damage by 300%. That one's pretty cool. I like that one a lot. Um, I also want another one where the... <laughs> where he dies and it comes back with 100% team meter. I think that's going to be pretty crucial too with some of these raid uh, comps out there. Um, other than that, I got a really solid dash one that I like a lot. Um, on the level three, I have the increased crit damage. So that's always good on him. 
And then I got the increased uh, 10% offense on him stacking. And I also got the bonus turn on him. And this was a really, really good one. I've been doing That's all that working. matters. <laughs> yeah, this one's super nasty, though. Um, in Arena, I've been checking out GLs with it like nothing. His damage increase is so crazy. And then with the crit damage increasing, too, it's disgusting. Uh, Lord Vader got one, too. And um, I did have another one previously. Before this one, I had the ultimate one, the 6%. I deleted it in hopes to get the mastery, but I wasn't lucky. I only got the 5% max health, max protection, and the amplified relic one, which is pretty cool, too. Don't get me wrong. But I really want that mastery one with the cooldown on it as well. This one has the cooldown on it. I just need to re-roll, try to see if I can get that one, hopefully. That's a lot of data and, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got a couple level sixes too. Just cooldown ones for Star Killer and my um EP Mara when I split them up in threes. Or not not uh, I don't know what I'm talking about, but the EP Mara one. <laughs> yeah. So are you, I have a question. I know that like smart people are going to do this and I'm not going to do it because I'm not smart, but are you changing dash to offensive modding since his speed is arguably irrelevant right now? I had did this before the data crown even came out. So I was already kind of ready for it anyways. I think I had him at 340 with offensive modding. So I didn't really change anything. Oh, so you just kind of did both at the same time? Yeah, so he's fast, and then at the same time, he had already had offense modding. So I was like, okay, just go with that. <laughs> I hate you, but also very cool. <laughs> I don't think my dash is that fast, and he's also not offensive modded. So <laughs> um, I, I get lucky where offensive mods, speed mods is where I struggle. I mean, it's ridiculous. I did get a really. I did get a really good uh, percent offense roll on one of my Darth Revan mods. I'm like, all right, you're 23. <laughs> I would love you hit speed. Percent offense. Okay, that's that's fine. I broke Karen asked if it's an offense arrow. No. And I think that's the one thing I'm going to change, though, because like the Datacron has, I'm going to get all these bonus turns anyways. I want him to hit as hard as possible, especially with the increase of offense, the 10%. So I'm probably going to be changing that before the next GAC. So that's going to be nasty, man. I'm, I'm excited for him. He's probably my favorite one so far, other than, I think, OG Vader. OG Vader is nasty, too. We um we got to play with one of them on my opponent's defense this last round. And I don't know. He's probably not the best defensive team, but I felt really, really, really proud of the counter we came up with against him. What'd you use? Malik. Oh yeah, just a solo Malik. So we, I wanted to, but he had Thrawn in there, so we couldn't do a solo Malik. So we had to like throw like Talon and stuff in. But the dude, uh, he his AI is programmed to go for Force Crush every single time, and when it refreshes his uh, what call it, so he just he he just perma fears himself. It doesn't matter because he's always applying a dot to Malik, and he can never get into Merciless. He can never call someone. He can he can never get anywhere. So, yeah, the the it, it went down real easy, and it was even like the really good one where he had the revive on the level nine. Ooh, yeah, and it was just a Vader squad. It wasn't with Lord Vader, right? No, yeah, it was Vader, Thrawn, and Shore. 
Yeah, I, I don't think I would have placed that on offense. I, th- I think that's our defense. I think that's more of an offensive team. I oh, think if Vader's yeah. going to go on offense, I, th- I think you have to place him with Lord Vader. Like those squads are nasty, especially with the OG Vader Datacron. I could see that being a problem. Yeah, so we. Um, what are you, what are you going to do for five? This is probably a question we should leave for later, but what are you going to do for fives? Uh, for what? Datacrons? Or for these ones? Lord Vader and Darth Vader. Oh, I'm separating them. Oh, I'm separating them super hardcore. Um, I think. I don't know. Um, because I, I tested it in Arena and I just used Vader, I use Crew, and I use Watt. And I probably could have got away without using Watt. And I took out a whole race squad with the, just them three. So I, I I think you're okay with just using like a, a, a undersized team with Vader and then using your rest of Empire with Lord Vader. And I, I really, the one I'm really concerned about is Starkiller because I kind of want to use EP with Tarkin because Tarkin's nasty too. But then again, you're stuck because it's like, okay, do I use EP and Tarkin and not Mara Jade? Or do I throw Mara Jade in there because Mara Jade's basically going to be doing the same thing too. It's just, then it kind of twists everything because it's like, do I need P it with Tarkin? So that kills my my trooper squad. It, it's just, a, it's a lot of options and <laughs> we're all going to have to kind of figure that out. And we can all kind of figure it out for ourselves too. Like there's, and we're we're back to the kind of game where there's not just one right option to it. I've seen a lot yeah. of people, not a lot, but I've seen a few. Uh, but like other people are just using other Star Killer comps. Like uh, actually, Bison here beat me to the to the punch. But yeah, Red and Crew are not terrible with Star Killer. It's not EP Mara, but it's still a very viable team. And the one team that I wanted to try, I wanted to use this against Gash just just to see if I can go that cheap. But Count Dooku and Asajj and Star Killer. Like I does that still beat does that just still clobber gas? Because Alp and Mara, that's a pretty good combo. Yeah. Even man, on their own. It, it, it's, it's nasty. Yeah, that's what I put on defense. And it got one shot every time, but I'm really interested to see what they use. On Chili. It's maybe. like Yeah, something that either stops turn meter or something that can just rip them off at like right off the rip, like Han Chewy, like you mentioned. Um for me, I used uh, Vader, Starkiller, and Crew to take out a Ray in 3v3 uh, this week, which was really nasty too, because Vader can kind of get his turn meter manipulation going to where he kind of loops, but it's cool. He has to do one basic. So he's constantly doing one basic, and then Starkiller is in there giving an assist. So by the time Starkiller gets loaded up, ready for the big hit, you, you're ready for it. So I don't know. There, there's options. It, it's just a matter of where you want to do and where your relics are. Definitely, definitely. Do you want to hear where I got with Datacrons? Yeah, let's go. Or my roster in general. I'll do roster in general because <laughs> that'll probably be quicker. So Cassian is a big fat jerk face and requires like four golden eyeballs. So my Cassian has moved like one gear level in the entire last week. In the meantime, my Hera is now R5, which... There's always that character, and I, I hate that character. You know who you are. Every Galactic Legend, every single ship, there's one of you that just is like, why do I have to do this? So, 
Got hair out of the way. That was fun. I'm trying to think if I did anything else. Oh, I started farming Raven's Claw because I was listening. Uh, shout out to Hall Table News Network. It was the... I always get them mixed up, the names. So you have Under the Hall Table. What's the other one? Um... Oh my gosh, you put me under the spotlight. Um, the one where Pico totally is, is now the... Oh, anyways, the other podcast with, with Pico Burrito as well as uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. They had, I think it was Dribble on, and he mentioned how Raven's Claw's farmable. We're like, oh crap. So I completely forgot that, and I had to actually go into my game and favorite it. And I'm like, all right, I probably missed out on like a week's worth of shards or something. But I started farming that. I completed, I don't know if I said this last time, but I, re- I completed Resistance Bomber. So I'm just down to two in there and i think i finished another shot oh i finished Aiden. my Aiden is now seven stars i'm not gonna gear her anymore just because really when i need it i need i need the sides to be relic before i need her um before i need her relic so did that did that did that uh cat like i said cassian's closely and he's my excuse me aside from profundity he's my he's my last option he's the last one i need so or not profundity sorry radis Radis himself, so I'm I'm pretty darn close there. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get him this month, so I'm gonna have to wait till next month. So I got to time my shards correctly. But Datacrons, man, I did. I have everything I need for for this set. Ne- it, all of next month, I'm gonna start focusing on everything I want. Start maybe honing in on some stats. But I have my level nine Lord Vader that I got last time. I got the bonus turn for dash. I don't know what the three and six are. They're probably garbage. I didn't really pay attention. And then the... I don't have a Darth Vader one per se, but I do have another level six with cooldown, which is really all... The end of the day is really all Vader needs. So I have... Like I said, I have some other things I can upgrade if if needed in the next... Once our set two gets absorbed or whatever. But I really feel like I have everything I need. Are you going to um are are you gonna eventually, especially because we have the other conquests coming in, are you gonna try to like min-max some of these data crowns? Or are you gonna just sit pat with what you have and kind of keep it pushing with just the 50 refreshes and and whatever you get everywhere else? I'll I'll just do my normal 50. I okay. honestly think that I think that I'm gonna get way more than I need. I think I'm going to get incredibly more, like incredibly more than I can can even use. But all I have to do is wait for months and everything that I get for this one, it just sets me up for success in the future. And maybe with, uh, with time and whatnot, I'll be able to slow that down. But really I'm getting part of this investment back. And I don't know. I'm a little curious. They didn't do it this time. And I'm thankful for that, but I'm a little curious as if they're going to open up to more factions now that um now the the whatchamacallit is going to uh, it's going to be slowed down to just two sets so this season set yeah. three and set four offered about the same amount um but i don't know if that's going to continue in the future i don't know if they're gonna be like okay so we're only doing two so instead of doing two or three or four teams or whatever we're gonna do a bunch and then Rokarin and Bison are bringing up a good point, too. It's uh, Set 2 is going to come into this one, too. Uh, so what I'm personally going to do is try to get as much level 9s. So eventually when this one fa- like fades away, I'm going to have all that material, too, to put onto the next one. So that way it kind of keeps dripping in. And that way, eventually, hopefully, and this is like me like, hoping <laughs> so hard, I don't have to do the 100 refreshes going down the line. 
to where I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with just the 50s and I'm still able to get what I want out of that set. Yeah, and there's... Um... So, okay, I'm just going to answer your question on stream. He's asking, so set two is going to go away, so we're going to need more data crunch to take their place. So, you, I mean, you're just going to level up a bunch of threes that are going to do accuracy and stuff like that. Like, there's, I can't, I can't put an Empire Datacron on my Jedi. The The only real one that I can use is I can get a Smuggler Datacron that I can put on my CLS team to help Han and Chewie. But the vast majority of those Jedi teams that I had from set two, I'm not, I mean, I can get level threes, but they're not game-breaking. Like, I'm not going to be able to replace Jedi Master Luke Repost. I'm not going to be able to replace Jedi Knight Luke bonus turn i'm not going to be able to replace um the qui-gon Jin damage boost so sure like i can get like some level threes that'll do something fun but it's not it's not going to bank the it's not going to break the bank to level up a few level threes to to throw on them yeah no 100 percent. now i'm I'm, and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna try to get as much as i can to level nine that way it sets me up in the future but like you said, like smugglers, that's a good option for like Han and Chewie and a couple of these other teams. So I'm going to try to get some of those. And then I'm also going to be trying to get some of these uh, light side too, because the light side ones, at least if I'm going to be losing the plus 25s and I have like a grip of the plus 25s. At least I can throw something on them or even start building some of these data crowns to level nine for the stats and maybe go for a full dodge data crown. So, so it's going to be some options, but. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what people are going to do with that set two going into this set. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not going to miss. I'm not going to miss so many of those data crimes, but that's probably a topic for one of one of the other ones we have going on here. Are ready? Ready to talk about GAC now? Yeah, let's do it. As if every pictures. <laughs> oh, to remember things. Gosh, I should have done that. Um. As if we haven't been talking about GAC this entire time. I know. Hi, this is B1, and here's T-Lo and Calvin with their grand or an experience this week. Hopefully they didn't suck. Roger, roger. All right, T-Lo, so how'd your round one go? All right, so round one, I'm going to blame it a little bit on the rust, maybe, because uh, this one I, I felt like I could have had it in the bag because uh, we attacked... Uh, my opponent, my opponent attacked as well. We both cleared the top two front walls, but uh, we both left two care or two teams in the bottom zone, so we didn't crack that bottom zone. And he beat me. He beat me by a score of what was it? A thousand one was mine, and he had a thousand ninety four. So I just was way uglier. I had a lot more two shots than he did. He was a little bit more efficient, and he got he, he got ahead. I was proud of my performance on defense, though. Like, my teams held pretty effectively and pretty nasty. So I, I went with that for the rest of the week. But my performance on offense is what really cost me on that one. How did um, how did Lord Vader do for you both, your, your opponent? Was that, like, a major factor or no? Um, I got past Lord Vader. Uh, I tried JMK. And I don't know if I'm doing something wrong because this is like the first time I'm really using JMK on Lord Vader, but I I got to a JMK versus solo Lord Vader and I failed and I had to go in there with Bounty Hunters to to clean it up. Uh, it worked out fine, even though he had the level six Datacron and with the cooldowns, we still were able to go in there and clean it up easy. Um, 
it just sucked though using my jmk and failing off that and it, it, it was things like that that really contributed to the loss um on my side it held though yeah yeah my lord vader held and i put who did i put on with him i put uh ball and i also put royal guard so it, it seemed like it worked because pretty much all week my lord vader held yeah, he's. Do you think he's more or less broken than Ray? Oh, I I think he's a problem, especially with the master you won. Like that, that's an issue, because um, then you can like really go cheap on his squad, and then he's still super effective too. So yeah, he he's definitely a problem. And and the thing is, a lot of people will think it's going to be Ray because of seventy five percent damage and you see that and you're like man that's a lot of damage from every character on the team but a, a lot of us don't realize what mastery does in the stacking mastery eventually you hit the same numbers as ray and you just get yourself to a level that it, it almost makes you impossible to beat oh yeah that's i think we might have had this conversation even on the cast before but yeah you yeah. you said it a lot of people don't really get what mastery does. Like I've talked with people before, like comparing certain leads, like Galactic Legend with non-Galactic Legends, and people just kind of write mastery off. Like Jedi Master Luke, I think he gives hundred percent mastery once you get his Jedi lessons or whatever, and people do, people don't even mention it when they compare Jedi Revan and Jedi Master Luke or something like that. I've seen this with comparisons with JMK as well. So yeah, no, it's 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 a big difference maker. But I the reason why I asked about Lord Vader because he's, I think your Lord Vader team, not, not yours, but like in general, your Lord Vader team and your Lord Vader counter, I think defined this entire week of 3v3. Like maybe not absolutely everything, but I think I think it decided all three of my matches. Yeah, no, I can 100% see it. And you have you don't have the mastery one, huh? No, I do not. I have the, I have the one you have the... Yeah. Um, I, there someone... Someone had a word for it, like the "don't kill me" Kron or something like that. The the mini <laughs> the GL thick, unique that he gets, the thick that boy is, one. That, that. Yeah, the one, and it's considered the worst, and it probably is. But <laughs> who cares? <laughs> no, I mean you could tell though. Like I was like soloing things, and they're like barely even touching like his health in arena. So like it, that one's really good. I I like that one a lot. But um, but yeah, like I I think a lot has to do with that level six. And I think the level nine is the icing on the cake and it could really push them over the edge, but it's that level six that is freaking broken, especially with him. Yeah. So the level six, in my opinion, narrows it down to pretty much having to use Fennec and Bam using the Bamacron. And if you don't, and that I, that's when I think the level nine comes into play. If you have either the mastery or the fast ult one, that will give Lord Vader enough damage that he just has to land on the right turn and he, he'll just one-shot Fennec, e even on the AoE. That's, that. I mean, I'm skipping ahead of my matches here, but that's what happened to me. I, so I think that's where, I guess where those level nines come to play. But the level six takes care of most counters. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, it, it's a nasty datacron, and and I, I it's going to be some problems for the next, what, four months? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so speaking of that cron, or speaking, yeah, that whole shebang, my first match went pretty well. We had to face it on defense, as I think most people did. We brought in Fennec, Bam, and pretty much exactly what I said before. They only had level six, so we we just we just pummeled them. It was the it was the typical mall royal guard. I undersized it because my grief is R three, 
and I'll take the bonus stats from Fennec lead, which I actually do think are fairly relevant. Um, but yeah, so did that. We did pretty well on everything else. I think we might have gotten, I think we did get stuck on ships now that I think about it. We got, no, we got stuck on ground. Yeah, this was, there was a lot of like overstimulation in this match. So I was like, okay, I just can't do this. And also there's something else going on in my life that I didn't, I didn't have the time to do it. So we ended up leaving one of those ground territories. He went in and he had a lot of issues. He did fail on my Lord Vader. He did eventually get through it though. But he got burned out to the point where there were I had four teams up top and he had like attempts on half of them. And it got to the point in efficiency where he would have had to clear my entire top wall when there were four teams standing. So we beat him quite handily. And I, I again because of our Lord Vader counter. How was your second match? Uh second match, let me pull it up. This one was a win. So first match is lost. This one we ended up getting the win. And uh this one was a little bit this one I liked it. Like my opponent put some GLs down. He didn't put a lot. I think he only put three. He didn't put his was it Malchus? No, he did put Malchus down. It, this one just I don't know. Like my defense held pretty nasty. He couldn't get clear the ship zone. Executor was left standing. And um, again, my Lord Vader was left standing. My JML was left standing. And um, I think my Jedi Anakin and Qui-Gon was left standing. And that team has been really solid for me uh, this 3v3 season too. I don't think that team got beat this week. So my Jedi Anakin is plus 300 speed. I forget. He's like 313, 300 and something. So he's really, really fast. That's before the bonuses? Yeah. And then oh, offensive man. modded too, and then he has the plus twenty five percent TM, and then um, it's cool because hundred percent damage get a, on that or no? Yeah, hundred percent damage when at full health and protection. So this, this guy is super gross. I don't even have to. I don't even have to use Cam on the squad. I only use uh, Hermit Yoda, or not Hermit Yoda. Um, I was like, oh, shame, shame if I did. I was ever about to make uh, funny for putting a non Galactic Republic on there. I know. I'm like, that's just Chat, as chat's as ready, as man. <laughs> no, uh, Jedi uh, Grandmaster Yoda. Oh, okay, Gy, and he's really cool too because he's adding foresight everywhere too. So he's just Anakin just is on steroids on that team. So I'm excited to see what they use because a couple people had like four losses, and the other my well the other ones had losses too. So yeah, real real good on the defensive end. My my teams on defense have been performing pretty good. Um, I'll pull them up for the next one. I'll tell you what I put on defense. I pretty much set the same defense all week. Yeah, I I rotated a little bit, but I kept with the theme, and I think we've talked about this for a few weeks now. But the um, front walling, I, I've been doing that consistently. My teams have changed a little bit here and there, but I keep I keep trying to do it every single time. Just throwing everything up front, and I'm like, all right, you're gonna keep me from clearing. I'm gonna keep you from clearing. That being said, yeah, no. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to agree with you. That's what, that's the style that I'm playing, too. Heavy defense, front wall, and it's like, come at me, bro. <laughs> if you could break through, kudos. Yeah, so speaking of that, uh, we were up against our second opponent now. And again, he puts down Lord Vader. My Bambacron, I very, looking back, it was not wise. I took in Bosk, which Bosk just died. And he didn't give me any of my bonuses or anything like that, so... We ended up having to two shot Lord Vader. We did it with, we did it with the Bamacron first, and then we did it with SLKR armor, which is a 
That's a really fun team. Not only did we get three stacks of Beskar onto our Esselkar, but we also armor shredded Lord Vader. So he he went down fairly easily once once we got that far. And then we beat we beat most of his teams. It wasn't that hard, except for we got to Malgus, and we just we just didn't have a prayer. There was there was nothing we could do to get to get through it, and we just yeah, I was I was game right there. But our opponent our opponent struggled a lot. I uh, ended up struggling more than we did as well and i think he might have i think i might be getting my opponents mixed up this might have been round one and round one was round two but i think he like took a few shots at my bottom teams realized he wasn't no that no that guy did get through yeah but he he took a few shots couldn't get through and then uh, we won so two and oh for like the first time in a very long time how was your third match i was going to ask you so you just use slkr and armor uh we put in watt too just because of the healing immunity okay. And then did the Lord Vader have like the crazy Datacron or he wasn't? Yeah, so he had he had the level six that you know the cooldown thing, and then his level nine he had fast ults. Ooh, okay, that's pretty cool. And, and, and um, armor wasn't like super endangered. Like, do you feel comfortable with that? Because I might jack that from you. I like that. Um, so you have to be careful with it. My armor is R3, and she's heavy protection, so the dots didn't do nearly as much. And the way, the way that Lord Vader works with the cooldowns is he's not going to go in for a big hit on armor. He's just going to keep using his AoE. So realistically, as long as you can uh, uh, or survive like two or three, you, you can get to there. And I've heard, I think Arnold did the same thing, but he just went for two stacks. And I heard it works for him, but he does. I think he might have a Relic 8 or a Relic 9 SLKR, so that might change things. I also know know how his opponents uh lord vader was uh modded so there's there's definitely room for it so that would probably be good against like a non-mall one oh yeah yeah definitely that this okay. one was this one was a darth vader one which was weird oh and it still worked that's pretty good i'm gonna keep that in my, in my notepad to, to pull out just in case yeah you, you, have, you have to be careful with it and time it right because if armor is dazed then she won't assist on her armor shred and she won't get to three stacks. So we had to we had to put a we had to put the the shield tech on SLKR immediately. And then Watts next turn, instead of putting on a tech, you actually have, you have to cleanse the days off of armor. Oh, so your your Watt has to go first. Yeah, which isn't hard. Okay. I no, I no, would no. think most people's Watts are faster than their armors. Well, especially SLKR gives 30 speed to Watt and not to armor. That that should be oh, very okay. easy. Oh yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay, cool. I got some money to change now. But yeah, so we, we did that. We did that. Uh, we beat him. And all was good in the world. How was your round three? Uh, round three, we did end up getting the win here, which was really cool. Uh, like I said, I put the same defense down pretty much all week. I'm obviously going to change it for next week. But I ended up putting the CLS squad with the, the with 2PO and the C3PO. That one was fine. But my main hitters, the ones that have been causing problems that I really liked this season, was my Luke with a super fast shock T with a the Luke Datacron. So that's baby like a baby GL. Malgus. And then I also put down EP and Tarkin and Mara with a cooldown uh a cooldown uh Datacron. And down below I actually put my both my three or three GLs. I put the JMK or JML. Ray and Lord Vader, 
And then I also put down gas with bricks and fives, and then also that uh, Qui-Gon team that I was talking about. So really solid front wall, and it actually worked out pretty good this round. My opponent um, tried to clear the bottom zone first, which is kind of rare from what I've been seeing. A lot of people have been trying to clear the top zone first because there's no GLs up there. And that, that works out pretty fine because that Luke Datacron, he's like a baby GL, and a lot of times he gets some fails. But uh, this guy ended up going bottom, and he cleared all the GLs, no problem. He got stumped on that Qui-Gon team, like I mentioned, and he couldn't get past it. He kind of gave up. I ended up clearing the ground. I looked at his ships, and I was like, I don't need to do ships. <laughs> so I was like, I, I left it. But uh worked out pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty happy we got two and one to start the season. So, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I guess it is kind of nice for you that the, the Qui-Gon Jinn, Jenna Anakin one is going to stick around for a minute. Oh, yeah. Well, well we have like a month. A so two, this yeah, is like two, the last... two more weeks. Yeah, so th that's going to be a really nice 3v3 one. I'm, I'm sad to see that one go. That one's been putting in work. Yeah. I, I will honestly kind of be glad to see it go just because I didn't. Like I said, I, me and set two are not on good terms, but my third match was pretty good. We, very similar to round one, actually, we were able to use Fennec Vam versus Lord Vader. This time, even though he had the level nine, Fennec just kicked the tar out of him. We did see, I looked at his modding afterwards, and everything was modded correctly, except for he had a Tenacity primary and a Tenacity set, which was weird. And I like- On the C? No, on Lord Vader. Oh, Lord Vader. Wow. I, I have no idea. And like, I asked chat, I've asked people on Discord, I'm like, is this to like, what's the goal here? Does he just not like have fast mods and he wanted to do that? But I mean, even then I would take a, I think I would take a plus five health set protection primary over a plus 20 tenacity, double tenacity, you know, like that's not, I don't think that's the right trade. Anyways. Yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> Fennec kicked him in the face. We did really well in ground this match, actually. Uh, we didn't do so hot in fleet. We... Um, once again, this is the second time it's happened. I didn't set up the burner correctly with Mesa versus Executor. So we weren't able to get um we weren't able to get to be able to beat it with Rebels because again the burner went wrong. But yeah, we ended up winning on this one too because my opponent took like two swings at Lord Vader, couldn't get him down, just gave up. Like didn't didn't get a wall, didn't get anything. Oh, that's a, that's good. So you ended yep. up with what? The big three oh? Yep. Finally, like three months later. <laughs> hey, I'll take a 3 0 any day of the week. That's awesome. Yeah, I shouldn't complain. Well, we'll see where it goes. I have. Um... Oh. So? What? What happened? You were saying something. No, no, no. You go for it. Oh. Um, no, I was saying. So I have. I have Ray now. The Ray Datacron is gone. So I am a lot on a more even keel playing field with a lot of these players. I'm curious. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm curious how much profundity is going to change things come next week. Because I'm going to be going up quite a bit, so I'm going to imagine I'm going to be finding more. Only one of my opponents this week had one, and he didn't make it to my ship, so it was kind of whatever. Save. That was my last match. He had profundity, but I didn't even attack ships, and he didn't even get to attack ships, so it was a non-factor. I, 
or making record time or two, you're ready to go to whose kit is it anyways. <laughs> I had a question for you. Where where you are in the rankings? I wonder if we're close. That's a good question. I was I was within danger of falling out of Kyber one if I went like three zero oh, and three this week. So going three and zero oh was nice. Yeah, I'm currently sitting at three seven seven four. So I and I don't know what ranking is that. That's um. Or this tab so it's like 2000 something 2000 yeah, uh, 2171 you're a little bit above me i'm in tw- the tw- uh, 2600s i don't think i see anyone i know around here oh lab monkey's pretty close that's kind of cool yeah so not not enough to get in the same bracket but he's <laughs> he's he's around there i do a step of my game get an epic epic match against you no, that'd be great. Matt, Matt Awesome, <laughs> JC. All right, there we are. On to whose kit is it anyways? Woo! I'm going to keep saying woo until we get a sounder. No pressure, Tilo. Oh, I know. I, I, I've been failing, but you know what? I feel the mojo back. I feel the content creator mojo back. So definitely get that sounder. I got you next week. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, so if you, Tilo, if you would be so kind, would you like to give me your character first this week? Yeah, let me pull it up. Would you be a gentleman? (laughs) All right, you ready? One second, I just took a bite of a carrot. (laughs) What are you eating? Carrots. Carrots? Oh, gosh. Oh, we should have put a a questionnaire in the chat. That would have been awesome. I uh, usually do that for a round table. I didn't today was really busy. I didn't I haven't eaten dinner yet, so this is just kind of where we're at right now. Alright, so I got chat blocked. Oh. For anyone who's new to the stream or to the podcast. Um, we are gonna play a game called Whose Kit Is Anyways, where both me and Tila will read an ability from a kit and the other person has to get which character this comes from. So Tila, you're up first, hit me with your best shot. All right. Deal physical damage to target enemy and remove all turn meter. Blank gains that much turn meter on a critical hit, stun target for one turn. This is Jin Erso. Gosh darn it, yeah. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I don't even I don't even think this time. I typically overthink this stuff. I was like, right, that you... that sounds really right. I was like, that sounds real that has to be Jin. <laughs> You put you pulled a wolf. Uh, what was it last show? <laughs> you had the quick draw. You had the same thing. Yeah. So that was um. Yeah, because there's just so much in there that's because I know she removes 100% turn meter. Because back in the day, before I even played the game, she was apparently like one of the one of the death strokes to um the original Rancor. And I know she has, she has interactions with stuns or sorry, well yeah stuns, but also she has interactions with crits. So I know I rem- I just modded her that way. So. Um, yeah, good for Calvin. So two points in my corner. You ready for yours now, Tilo? All right, let's do it. Hopefully I can get a quick draw too. All right. Um, see if I got it here. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, we'll do this. (laughs) Deal. Deal physical damage. All right, sorry. Deal physical damage. <laughs> Taylor, you're killing me here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Deal I had to close chat. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. 
Um, so deal physical damage to target enemy with a 75% chance to inflict healing immunity for two turns and a 75% chance to inflict damage over time for three turns. All right, read it one more time. Yeah. Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 75% chance to inflict healing immunity for two turns and a 75% chance to inflict damage over time for three turns. A lot of 75s in there. Heal immunity. All right. Physical damage? Uh, yes. Deal physical damage to target enemy. I feel like this is so easy, too. Um, the symbol kits are often harder. It's when they get really elaborate that we, we can really pinpoint who they are. Oh, man. Okay, read it to me one more time. Yeah. Um, deal physical damage to target enemy with a 75% chance to inflict healing immunity for two turns and a 75% chance to inflict damage over time for three turns. Trying to think of everyone that applies heal immunity. Yeah, healing immunity is probably easier than trying to figure out who does dots. Yeah, dots, I'm not going to figure it out. Uh, heal immunity, heal immunity. <laughs> it's an easy one. <laughs> Let me see. I, I don't oh, think goodness. this is easy. Like I said, these, ba- these um, basic level attacks, I think, are very hard to guess. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking uh, Malik, but Malik applies tenacity down too. So it's not him, and I don't think he applies a dot. Um, I'm trying to think. It sounds like an ability I use like when I break in case of an emergency in a GAC and I need the heal immunity. I think that's typically how healing immunity is. You either really need it or you just, just kind of whatever. Yeah, like it's on a character that you were going to use anyways, or it's like, oh, snaps. Like, mm-hmm. let's dust you off. Let's get this heal immunity out of here. Um, I'm going to say... Okay. So we're not here forever. I'm going to pick... And I can't pick because I'm not 100% sure. Um, let's pick Gamorian Guard. I know he has dots. I don't know if he even has a heal immunity. All right, so he does not, or at least not all in one ability. <laughs> uh, so this character is from the First Order. Oh, my gosh. OG Kylo? Yep, there it is. God damn it, man. I used to be my bread and butter back in the and day. And he, he is one of the characters that, like, <laughs> so your description was, I think, correct, where you typically always do something else. You always do the AOE, you go for the protection recovery or something, but in case of an emergency, you basic to get the healing immunity. Like, that's very much yeah. what it is. No, that that's how I would love kill to kill Zalbar. Zalbar, like, you put the heal immunity on them, then you hit them with a big hit and just chop them down, chop them down, chop them down. Oh, man, that sucks. That would hurt. 
That would hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, so that one's... I mean, he did get it on the second try, so that was nice. And actually, so there's another character that... Not everyone. Trouble on Demand got this one. But a lot of people were saying Sidious. And if you look at his kit, Sidious does all this just in a, a completely different order. So he has healing immunity on his basic. And then his special uh, has a chance to afflict two damage over times as well. So kind of interesting interaction there. I don't know if that was intentional on their part. But all right. Very cool. Oh, so we have, we have the guest entry. And then on top of the guest entry... We also have our podcast questions, and I'm just now realizing that I don't have my phone next to me, so we're going to... Well, this doesn't mess with anything. I don't think it will. All right, so I got my <laughs> Discord up now. Um, so let's see whose turn it is this week for whose kid is it. Anyways, from our lovely fans, last week we had Rukarin. Oh, this was given to me because it was the three, whatchamacallit. So, Dilo, are you ready for the, for the fan entry for whose kid is it anyways? Yeah, I'm going to close chat. All right, I'm good. All right, so I got mine closed as well. Would you like me to read it to you? Yeah. All right, so oh, this is from Atlantis. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, deal physical damage to target enemy with a 75% chance to inflict healing to me for two turns and a 75% chance to inflict damage over time for three turns, Tilo. Um. <laughs> OG Kylo? Yeah. No, <laughs> Watch me still get it wrong. <laughs> you, your laugh was making me second guess. Loki, I'm not gonna. No, you, you got it. I'm just like, <laughs> how, what are the odds? Like, cause I don't, I don't look at these beforehand. Do we? <laughs> no, we well, guess Sidious. Do we do another one. <laughs> do you want to? Because I mean, like, I mean that was poorly timed on our part, I guess. But I, I'm okay with giving you another one if you don't want to take that. Because you didn't really I'm get to play. I'm gonna fight you. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you want to do? I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to do another one? No, I, I really don't care. I'll take the win. All right. <laughs> well, there's that. Oh man, that's funny. We do. We do have a lot of podcast questions to get through. We had one last week that we weren't able to get to, so we need to approach that now as well as some other ones. Um, and it looks like something is happening in the Teloverse. So I'm gonna check out what Chat's doing right now. Uh, Mescal, he was splashing everyone's squad arena's rebels with Kyle. Oh yeah, so he was he was very plug and play. Also, uh, I think it was Jayhawk. You subscribed with Prime. Thank you for that. You back, Tilo? Yeah, no, I'm back. All right, very cool. So uh, we have some podcast questions. So there, we have some really good ones in here. So we have a question from Mithron Narodu, ascending in the current GC meta, and this is probably this seems a little hard to be honest because this is a question I think that's for mostly mid game players. Still a very good question though. What is the priority for going after Gas, Jedi Knight Luke, and Sith Empire team? Assuming argument's sake, limiting factor, get one currency in Kyra Farms, As, and this player already has a Scar Executive Profundity built. So what basically? What's the priority order for Gas, Jedi Knight Luke, and a Sith Empire team? Um. I, I would say, and this is only because Sif Empire was before, I, I would say maybe Sif Empire first, just because I would imagine it's probably a little bit easier to obtain. I would just basically go, you're going to need all three of those teams. So whatever is easier for your roster, whatever is easier on gear-wise to get is what I would do. So, and I'm not 100%. It might be easier to get some of these other characters. I would imagine a Jedi Knight Luke is probably going to be the hardest one, so that's probably the third uh gas i just remember that event being ridiculous so 
I would say probably second. So Sith Empire first. I'm going to disagree with you too. I, I say gas first. Every from a roster building perspective, you every single character that you use is useful. Every single one, at least for a mid-game. Like maybe That's your true. night sisters suck. So Asajj doesn't get but even then, like, if you don't have gas, you, you could probably throw Asaja on a Dooku team or a Newt team. Like they'll probably be fine. Yeah, I would say gas, and then the other two. Oh, uh, that's hard. Honestly, maybe, maybe Sith Empire to gear 12 and then do Janet Luke. Because Janet Luke is a heavy investment. Like, he's great. He's worth it. But I, I feel like you could get you could get Sith Empire knocked out in a considerably less amount of time. Yeah. And then, and then he, did he said he had the Hoda and, and Wampa and all that? No, so the, he said the biggest limiting factor is the get one currency. So, I mean, that that's yeah. really why this is such a good question. Is because... It's not really a Genonite loot gas or Sith Empire, but it's what do I do with my get one? Yeah. And you know what? And thinking about it too, gas one, you can cheese on some of these characters too. Like some people had a G12, Jordica, if they applied the Zeta. And, and there's ways to kind of go under that too. So yeah, I could I could see that being in the argument too for being the first one. I really would want to see the gear differential. I yeah again it just goes back to for me the overall roster picture you're gonna be able to use every single one of those characters like Janet Luke is great but you're gonna you're gonna get some garbage tier stuff out of there you're gonna get uh, Rolo you're gonna get Captain Han you're gonna get Lando mm-hmm. I think Lando's in there yeah so I that's personally why I pulled more towards gas and and then but the thing with gas too it's like Padme you the Padme is a legendary event yep. you you could use you could use some of the characters you needed for this too. Um, yeah, all of yeah. them are very good. Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Shock, um, 3PO, they're all top tier. Like, if, if you have access to the legendaries with all their other stuff, I would definitely do it. Yeah, but yeah, 501st isn't needed for that either, huh? He's gonna have to gear that as, a, as like an outside. He says he's currently doing it, but even then, like, I would yeah. that, that's high value. Plus, you also need you, you need the 501st for Cam, anyways. Yeah, I think I think you know what I changed my mind. Gas gives you more. Teams I convince you. you. Like, yeah, because you get GG, you get Padme, you get Gas, you get you get a lot more teams. For your okay, it's, it's just a it's a hundred percent return in value. Whereas Giant Luke again, yeah. very good, but he's more like an eighty percent return in value, which is still nice. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. All right, scratch what I said. Listen to Calvin. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that would be my order, and then again. I would probably prioritize Janet Luke before Sith Empire, unless you can, unless Sith Empire are really easy. Like, just get them gear twelve, and they'll, they'll still do a lot of things in the mid game at that point. But next up, we have a question from Rokarin, who's asking, "What mod slicing nodes did you prioritize for simming? Do cheaper nodes yield more attenuators?" That's a really good question, Taylor. What's your take? Um, I have no idea. I, I literally only did. The the one that gives you the first material for the six E's. That's literally the only one I've been sim- simming for this last week. And I think I maybe I simmed one for another material that I needed, like the later six E one. So yeah, I, I'm 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 not equipped to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is we, I can answer this in a fun way, but don't don't take what I say or I guess what Tilo says. I'm speaking for you now, Tilo. As gospel truth, like I, I feel I could be wrong, but I feel like the nodes aren't weighted 
to the attenuators. And what I mean by that is you're, I think, could be wrong, you need to check actual data, not just my opinion. I think the lower energy levels are giving more attenuators than the top ones are. Because I started out doing the level ones, and I was able to upgrade or calibrate one a day. And then I switched to the last one, which is a much more expensive node, and I haven't been able to do one a day. So again, confirmation bias, don't listen to me, but that's what I felt. But yeah, I've, I've just been going between those two. Like I said earlier, I was trying to, uh, I was trying to even out my bottlenecks because those two are the main bottlenecks, and I've honestly almost uh, evened them out by now. So that's just what I was doing. Yeah, no, that's a good question though. Uh, I'm interested if there is a like a weighting system on them uh, that that may change my farms too because those things are pretty valuable. And that's something we'll know. It might not be widespread knowledge where everyone knows it, but that's something we will learn eventually. There are there are groups on Discord, and again, people who keep track of this much better than I do, that can actually give us raw data to show us. Yeah, like German saying um, the event server might have that answer. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that's ex that's exactly what they're for. They they've always yeah, that, been very good at that. Yeah, that's gonna be good. I'm gonna keep my eye out on that because that's interesting. Okay, um, so next up we have a question from Emo. Uh, what DCs will we focusing for the next conquest as the set do our sunset between twenty five? Okay, so he's basically he's getting at what Rokan was saying in the chat earlier. With all of the set two disappearing, what are we going to do to be able to replace them? Oh man, that's tough, especially for like the light side, the light side teams. Like um, the relic, the level threes aren't as effective for the light side and obviously the level sixes are more inclined to go with smugglers so maybe we do some of these stat datacrons like i was talking about a little bit earlier those level nine just full of stats that that's a possibility i don't know that, that's going to be tough we're definitely going to feel like the impact like like me especially with like my qui-gon team with my luke genite luke team like that team's not going to be as effective as it is now so and I don't really see a solid replacement for them. No, yeah. So I, like I said, I commented on this before. You're not going to get the value that you had with Mom, Alpha, Janet, Luke, Celeste, JML, or even Qui-Gon Jim on these new ones. The only one that I think will even be remotely comparable is getting a smuggler one for the, um, for your, your CLS team. Because Han and Chewbacca will be able to use yeah. that. And they're, I mean, they, they do a whole lot of stuff. As far as which one do they get, I don't know, man. I almost feel, I feel like Grit, honestly, wouldn't be that bad on them because the two main counters to CLS are Mirror and Grievous. And both of those do a lot of stuff with max health damage. So if you're cutting back on the amount of max health damage they can do, maybe Chewbacca survives a lot more. Um, that would be, I, I guess, maybe Grit for them and then for the level three. Ah, level three is probably not that important. There's one that does like if you crit four character crit four times in one turn, then you get like stacking crit damage or something. But I mean that's only going to be useful for Chewbacca. Um, yeah. I, I guess you could put that one as well on like a JML team or something like that. R really, I think what's going to be more important and still not super important, but are the stats. Like you're yeah, fifty percent dodge and fifty percent reflection on any team. Just about any single team in the entire game is going to be more helpful than not having it. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the main factor too. 
Yeah, because I mean, you've seen Dodge be a real factor lately, especially in your GACs. I haven't. No. I, I don't think people are really focused on the stats. And I think that next conquest that comes up, that's when the stats are really going to get focused on because we already have the data grounds that we wanted. Stats is going to be the big issue. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. And I still, I think I might be a little wrong here, but I still think this is going to be a 1% problem. I think only really the people at the top of Kyber 1 are going to be the ones with the 100% deflection or the 100% dodge crons. But you are right. It, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse coming into the second set because right now people are just focused on the abilities. I think we are going to see more of an emphasis on stats come this next month. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen any. And honestly, them splitting up deflection and dodge is like one of the best things ever. Because so many people don't understand it. I guarantee you we're going to see a ton of Lord Vaders out there with like 100% dodge, people thinking they're making their team immune to Fennec, and that she's going to come in there and kick them in the face. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I, like I said, I think the the second match is definitely going to make it a little bit worse. So, um, All right. Oh, we. I think we still have one more question, actually, before I... Or jump the gun here. Uh, oh yeah, so la last question from Feral here. With Swole coming in the very next conquest, for those without a Galactic Legend Ray, thoughts on how good he's going to be and if he is worth gearing up. So, Tilo, as always, take it away. I, I honestly, I think he's going to be worth gearing up, especially if you have a JTR squad. Um, a perfect example of this is Solo. Solo, back in the day, used to put out lots of crazy stuff with his JTR squad with the resistance bros. So now imagine having the resistance bros plus the Ben Solo on the squad. It's going to be able to shoot up pretty high, I think. And I think that's going to be even an option for people with Ray. If you eventually want to beef up your JTR, for instance, in, in, a, in a matchup, obviously it's probably going to be with Galactic Ray most of the time. But I think it's going to be a really, really solid team. And if you don't have her, you're going to be perfectly fine to have her right there. Yeah, I'm looking over his kit right now, and I I kind of think if you don't have JTR, so this isn't contrary to what you said, but if you don't have JTR, maybe just don't. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't see a lot of value for this character, just because when you look at his, his kit at face value, there's a lot of really cool tools and stuff here. But the more you look at it, the more it's just pigeonholed into a resistant, or rather a right team. Um, like... There's so much stuff that, like, especially like if he's, he has to be in an all light side team to be able to do a bunch of stuff. So you can't even use him with Star Killer. He wants to be with one of the Rays a lot of the times. He needs to have Galactic Legend Ray specifically. So there is, there's a, there's a lot of annoying things in here that I think he's going to lose if you just try to use. I don't think he has a lot of plug and play viability is what I'm getting at. So if you have JTR, and like especially there's a lot of people who like run R2 on their JTR, and you want to throw in Ben instead of R2. You'll probably get a little bit of value there. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't if you don't have JTR Array. You know what a good example is going to be? It's like a, a mall. A mall with Mandalorians, it's solid. But mall with Vader is obviously better. And I, I think Ben's going to be like that. Maybe not to the same extent that mall is, to where mall as a team is like super crazy. But JTR, Ben... Is going to be a solid team until eventually you get Galactic Legend Ray, and then he goes with Ray. 
and I would say similar as well to Maul, you can't just throw Maul on a random team. Like if you throw him on a yeah. random team, like he might do something, but overall he's he's probably not bringing any value there. Like he need he has two options. You can put him. They're great options, by the way. Lord Vader or in his own lead. I, I think Ben Solo is going to be the same thing. You have JTR or Ray. Any other option? He's he's not really bringing value to the table. If it, if it, you know if his healing immunity is like four turn healing immunity or whatever. Didn't require, I think it requires, I don't want to read this whole thing right now. Um, if all eyes were light side at the start of the mode, dispel all buffs and deal damage against all enemies in 25% turn meter. Yeah, he has like a like a really good healing immunity somewhere in here, but I was pretty sure that it was, it was, um, if Galactic Legend Ray is in the allied slot, this attack instead deals true damage and inflicts healing immunity for four turns, which can't be copied, dispelled, evaded, or resisted. So that would be great. As plug and play, if it didn't require Galactic Legend Array, but again, it does. So there's that. Yeah, and then another great thing about him too, he's going to be an attacker, and I bet you anything, his damage is going to be super nasty. So adding more damage to that JTR squad, it's going to be solid too. So I haven't looked at his modifiers for his damage attacks, but from what I've been told, his raw offensive stats are off the charts. Like arguably one of one of the best for as far as. Offense goes one of the best attackers that we currently have in game. Like it's 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 absurd. Oh, there you go. Like if he's that good offensively, definitely gear him up. Definitely put him with the JTR squad. He's probably going to make a big difference there. And then he has armor shred on his kit too. So if he has solid stats, armor shred plus everything else that he's providing with a, a race squad, he's going to be nasty. Yeah. So. You, it'll be interesting what you have to do with him in the, the resistance squad because he's not going to get a lot of turn meter. He's going to get kind of left in the dust. But what you can do with them is if you have Archer on the team, he can, he can, essentially just becomes a super tank because he can't be killed until I think Ray or JTR is like less than 75% or something like that, or 50% health, 51% health. Really random number. Um, So I, like I said, I think he'll bring value there. Ooh, and that, and that makes a good point. If you eventually get shorty, too, you can slide your BB-8 over there. Yep, so there's ways to make them work. Yeah. All right, so that does cover the who's kid is it, or not who's kid, but podcast questions. Moving on to Cassian. I think this, am I correct in saying next week, we'll actually be talking about the first episode? Uh, it comes out Wednesday. All right, two days from now. Yeah, All right, I'm man. excited, man. I mean, I'm so excited. So, initial thoughts of what, what you're expecting from the series, what you want to see, what you don't want to see. Um, I'm I'm expecting good stuff. Um, I we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast. Like, it's going to be the same director that directed, or I shouldn't say directed, but came in there at the end. It did like the final edits of Rogue One. So, the Rogue Run product that we saw at the movie, he's um, almost I would say about like 75% responsible for the construction of Rogue One, the movie. So this guy knows what he's doing. He knows the characters already. All they're doing is just translating it to TV form and giving them around the same budget, the same production value. So I, I, I really think that we're going to see lots of good things. Plus the character of Cassian is a really interesting character to me. Um, you know, he isn't a force user. We all know that, but I think he has a lot of depth. We saw it in the movie and I think we're really going to get a deep dive into his character. And I, I think it's going to be really cool to see that different aspect of star Wars. 
yeah, there's a lot of potential there, and I think, I, I think the, this is me going back to my roots here. I think the prequels paved a way for a lot of this type of stuff, particularly aiming at the politics. This is both seen in the actual prequels as well as um, as well as the Clone Wars series. They dealt a lot with this politics stuff, type of stuff, and like how the Galactic Empire came to came to be. So we're gonna be able to get to see that side a lot more because I saw some people complaining, as we do. That y'all, the, the this this is the story's already been told. We already have seen the uprising of the empire. We've already seen how the rebels were formed. Like this, this whole concept is out there, but we really haven't seen it at least that much from the Senate's perspective. So I, I'm I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah, and even in Cassian's perspective, like he is an infiltrator. He's a spy. He's going. He's going behind enemies' lines. That's something that we haven't seen really in Star Wars. The closest thing that we see is, say, a Jedi going on to like a base of a different faction, but not really a regular soldier infiltrating them and really just being a part of their unit to get into their into their base. Like that's a whole different aspect that we haven't really seen. I'm excited for this. The the closest. I don't know. This this series seems like it has lots of potential. I'm trying to keep my expectations down a little bit, so just in case I don't, I'm not really feeling it, I don't get bad. But I, I really think this series is going to be nice. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. And you know, I haven't been upset with anything they've made so far. I mean, there's I've had critiques here and there, but none of them none of them made the content unwatchable, and that's that's what I'm pre- that's what I'm pretty happy about. So. Any final thoughts before we we call it a day here, Tilo? Um, all I got to say is it's going to be three episodes. Oh, that's right. So, three episodes of Cassian Adnor for the for the series finale or premiere. I'm I'm excited, man. That's going to be a lot of Star Wars. How many are there in total? Do you know? Oh my gosh, I I want to say there was eight, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay, because three feels like a lot. Like they're almost getting to the point. Like, I'm going on a tangent now. I actually I like the slow release personally. I, I think it's nice to talk about it, especially you know we have a podcast. But even if we didn't, we have a lot of friends that like this type of stuff, and I like like to go on theories. But my my wife hates it. She absolutely hates it. She's like, why don't you just give me the whole? I know you have it already. Why don't you just give me the whole thing at once? So we can I can just get everything I want. I'm like, okay, I'm down. Yeah, a lot of people like binging, but oh, I think yeah. they did this because um, the three episodes is almost an arc. They okay. said it flows, it flows super good. It's almost like a little mini movie. So, and this is something that's not new to Star Wars too. If you look back at like Rogue or Rebels, they give us the first two episodes right there. So this is, this is something that they're translating to the TV sh- live action TV shows as well to give us that extra episodes. I'll take it. I mean, I would take one. I'll take four. Whatever. But all right, Tila, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and look for someone to raid here right now. I turned off your camera. Oh, it looks like um, swamp grass is out there right now. Yeah, to be able to check other things, I had to turn your camera off. So apologies for that. <laughs> it's, it's all good. I pulled a Batman. I disappeared real quick. Yeah, luckily, I think everyone can still hear you. But all right, guys, <laughs> thank you very much for being here. We we appreciate you. Had had a good time. Remember. Again, to join the Discord and uh, get in your suggestions for whose kid is anyways is also the podcast questions to make for a really great time. But as always, stay mad awesome.